Welcome to the Better Than Healthy podcast, where I help you go beyond the numbers and rules you were taught about health to create the results that you really want, feeling better, consistently taking care of yourself and loving yourself more. I'm your host, Ashley Brathman. Let's dive in. Hello, hello. Welcome to this week's episode. So today we're talking about those times when we can get hyper-focused on food. Because I remember dealing with that a lot where I felt like I was just always thinking about food. And I hear this from a lot of you when I'm in conversation with you of wanting to think about food less. So I have a different example that will tie into this when we get there. But I wanted to share that example because it just re... Because it's been a few years since I've experienced like the obsessively thinking about food. So this example really brought back like, oh yeah, like that's what that's like. That's what that experience is. So when we talk about those basic biological, like what our body needs to survive, it's like food, water, sleep, shelter, clothing, and then maybe one other one that I'm forgetting right now. But there are those basic physiological needs, which is like, this is what our body needs to survive. And... I have been just not getting as much sleep as I normally would. And I find that I do best between seven and eight hours. And for several months now, I've been getting more like six hours or less, mostly because I have been working and traveling a little bit more for work and been across the state a few times. And I am, it's just been busier. And with that is to get a little bit more stuff done. I was staying up a little bit later and so I was sleeping more of like 11 to 5.30 or 11.30 to 5.30. And for a while, I can work with myself on that of like, it's okay to be tired. It's not a problem to be tired. Do more of the mindset piece of it where I'm just like, okay, like I can work with this. I can function tired, but I'm more tired than me. Like I go through all of that. And as it continues over time, like I found over the past two weeks, week and a half, I was so so focused. Well, first it started going to judgment where it's like other people have like functional less sleep than me. I should be able to. And I started going for judgment with there and was judging myself for wanting to sleep more, judging myself for being tired, judging myself for not being able to like push through with it and focusing so much on sleep. And particularly over the last, last week and a half, two weeks, I've been very much judging myself for, I just felt like I was waking up like, I can't wait to go to bed tonight. And like throughout the day, it's just like, I just want to go to bed. I just want to go to bed. I just want to go to bed. And just thinking about how tired I am, thinking about sleep and me telling myself like, don't complain. Like you can do this. Like trying to like convince myself into that. But then what I was starting to find was just like how miserable that contrast was making me and the stuff I had been doing before on the mindset side of it to like, embrace feeling tired and have it just be okay and just like have compassion for myself there was just not really working anymore because tiredness can be both like mental fatigue that we create and our physical it's like the mental fatigue is like when we spend a lot of time like focusing on resisting what's going on around us and like fighting it so when it's me fighting the sleep and judging that like I'm adding a little bit of extra like mental fatigue and mental tiredness to my day because I'm making myself work a lot extra and of the way I was perceiving it of like I don't want to do this thing like some of those different things can make me feel more tired and one of the ways to kind of tell what type of fatigue it is is like imagining something 
or someone you would love to meet or something you would really love to do. And if you feel like you would get more energized for that, like then it might be more of like a mental tiredness and emotional tiredness. Whereas our physical tiredness, like that's just going to stick around until we get sleep. Because for the past few weeks, I've been trying to convince myself and figure out ways that I could make myself happier with the situation and embrace it more and to change my perspective because I didn't want to continue feeling that way. And I was fighting with it and trying to figure it out and what normally would work for me wasn't working. So fast forward to this past Friday and I was going to a wedding so I didn't have to So my day was a little bit different and I slept in until 7 a.m. And like, I didn't wake up immediately thinking about like, oh, I want to go back to bed. Like, even though I could have slept more and I could still feel I was a little bit tired, I wasn't like that whole morning. I was like, it's so strange to not just be thinking, I want to go to bed. I want to go to bed, like on repeat in my head, even though I was trying not to. And that change is like, oh yeah, like sleep is one of our basic needs that we have physiologically. And when we are not meeting that, one of the things our bodies do is focus on the thing that it needs. So when this ties back into food is there is like a mental side in a, in our relationship with food that can lead us to thinking about food a lot more. But there is also a biological factor here as well. So if you are chronically not getting enough to eat, then of course you're going to ha- be more focused on food than someone who is getting enough to eat. And it's main reflect too on how, so I'm recording this on a Sunday. So the past two days I have gotten more like nine to 10 hours of sleep, which is more sleep than I would normally need, but it's making up for that lost sleep or that undersleeping by oversleeping. So when we are Undereating, our bodies like want to make up for that by overeating because it's seeking that balance point of what it actually needs. And even when I have a time where, like, if I were to sleep nine to 10 hours, and I've had some times where I do that for a little bit longer, then it's like I have a couple nights where I can't sleep past six hours because our bodies have the need that they have and the amount that's best for them. And when we like underdo that or overdo that, it balances out, which is why sometimes when we have days, say a holiday or just a random day that we ate a little bit more, we may experience some days where we just don't want to eat as much food and not because we're trying to control that or we're trying to do that, but like listening to our body, that's naturally what happens because if we exceed the need or under exceed the need, then our body tries to balance that out over time. So that's also why we're not just in a 24-hour reset point where it's like, this is the amount of food that I need for this day, and I need that amount of food every single day for the rest of my life. Which is what a lot of diets and plans will have you do, is like doing the same thing or a very similar thing every single day. Like the exact type of food might change, but maybe the macros or the portion sizes or the number of those foods are the same. And if you've always been trying to lose weight and you're always eating that same amount, you're always trying to eat less... So that way you can burn more and then force that weight loss. Then not right away, just like the first few, the first week, a couple weeks, even month that I was getting less sleep than I really need. I wasn't instantly into the place of like, I just don't want to go to bed. I need sleep. Like I wasn't instantly there. I'm like able to function. I'm able to like be normal <laughs> at that point, meaning where I'm not hyper-focused on sleeping, where I'm not 
just so focused on that. My body's able to like take a little bit of that misbalance before I get to the point where I'm just, and then like when that misbalance gets extreme, that's when I get to the place where I'm just like, just want to go to bed, just want to go to bed over and over again on repeat. And the same happens with food and when we're dieting is like, it's not like immediately we go binge all the things or we immediately need to overcorrect for one day of not having as much as our body truly needs. It's something that builds over time, which is why the more try diets that you try, the more times that you try, the harder it can feel. And then the times too, where you then get around foods that you're not allowed to have, and it feels like you're so out of control around those foods, or you're really, really good on your plan for a while, and then all of a sudden you completely lose control and you're just eating everything in sight, is it's our body correcting for what it needs. And when that need is met, then uh, it de- your body doesn't like put all of those thoughts, those that focus, that emphasis on meeting that need because it's met. And it, when it comes to food, I know it can be very intimidating when we're in that overcorrecting phase for being undernourished. So when we're trying to fill in that gap of energy that our body needs, it can feel very scary to a lot of people. And then they want to like go back to restricting because it feels like, see, I need that restriction not to overdo it. And it takes a lot of trust to move through that spot to the where we start to be more balanced. And it's hard to do that, which and it takes a lot of compassion for yourself because you're going to come up against a lot of thoughts that are like, oh, you're having too much. You shouldn't need this much. You're going to come up with a lot of those because of how we've been conditioned and programmed to think about food. And there is a large size of this that is our relationship with food that impacts how much we're thinking about food and when we are emotionally eating, overeating, any of those things. But there is an equally large portion of it that is biologically driven. And if we allowed ourselves to meet that need without the judgment, then it would remove a large portion of the complication with our relationship with food, which is why whenever we're starting, it's always starting and first are we meeting our physical needs? Because sometimes we can think that we have had enough that we should be meeting, but that's where we want to start with let yourself have more food and then see if it helps. Like starting there and then taking on the mindset piece of it because you can't there's like an order to that. And like when you talk about like the hierarchy of needs is you can't work on the higher levels of that when you're not meeting the lower levels. Like it's a steps where if you're not meeting your needs for sleep and shelter and those basic needs for what our body needs, then you can't work on like becoming the best version of yourself because your body is going to have this driving factor to meet those basic needs first. So you can try, but you're going to have to take a lot more energy and it's going to be a lot harder to do because you're trying to override our biological needs. And if we meet those and work with our body, then everything becomes a lot easier. Because I think this is somewhat where we can get into thinking there must be something wrong with our body, whether that is thinking we have a hormone imbalance, thinking we have a deficiency, thinking we have all of these problems that are causing us to focus on food, like our insulin maybe is off and that's why I'm craving sugar. But it could also just be you're mentally restricting sugar and it could also just be you're not meeting your biological needs. Like it doesn't have to have an issue because I mean, you could go and here we go. Let's use this as an example. So I just looked up, why am I so tired all the time? And those little like snippets that get pulled to the top, 
says like, just, you know, oh, sometimes you may be so exhausted you can't manage your daily affairs. In most cases, there is a reason for the fatigue and that it might be allergies, anemia, depression, fibromyalgia, chronic kidney disease, liver disease, lung diseases like COPD, bacterial or viral infections, and other health conditions. But what it doesn't say right there is get more sleep. Like we don't, we look for a cause that it doesn't even address like the basic thing for it. And there are probably, and there are some people who are going to have underlying issues or sometimes hormonal imbalances, sometimes going to have underlying health problems or lifestyle things like maybe having caffeine too late or something that causes them not to sleep. Well, there could be those things, but we don't jump to the most basic. And that is really meeting that basic need because after a few nights of sleep, I'm not going to feel tired during the day. It's that piece where we don't jump to the simplest because we think there's so much to do during the day and that there's so much to get done that like I should sacrifice sleep and the mindset of I can sleep when I'm dead and just like keep going and like, you know, you can sleep later. Whereas when we're lacking that sleep, it impacts us so much impacts our mental abilities, impacts our memory, impacts how we are functioning, impacts our physical body of how we're doing and how our body recovers. But because of that culture, we don't want to jump to prioritizing our sleep. And because of our culture around food, we don't want to go to like, maybe I just need to eat more food because there's so much fear that's driven there, whether that's like the fear of missing out and of not getting everything done that you want to get done, or it's the fear of I'm going to gain weight, like I'm not eating the way I'm supposed to, all of those, that stops us from meeting that basic need, which would then allow, like, that's part of what helps bring the calmness in that you get when you are intuitive eating, is because there's not this anxiety over this like survival need that's not being met. Because that's something that happens on more of like a subconscious level. Because I mean, when you're in that spot, you're not thinking, oh, I'm not meeting my basic need. Like that's not the conscious thing, but that's what's going on for us. And so bringing in that compassion, trialing, eating more food. And sometimes I get the question of like, oh, well, how many calories should I add or how much extra food should I have? And it's like, I don't have an exact answer for you. Like, let's really get in tune with your hunger cues, your fullness cues, and try eating more. Because at first, and why sometimes it can be helpful to eat on a more regular schedule and just eat more, is it can be hard to decipher those hunger and fullness cues because our body can sometimes stop giving them to us and we don't have the awareness of what they are. So it takes a little bit of time to get, to build, not even time, like, that it's going to take weeks or months, but like repetition of really tuning into that. But I wanted to share this just because I've been reflecting on it over the past couple of days as I've watched how I'm responding with sleep change just from getting more sleep. All right. Well, that's this week's episode. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Better Than Healthy podcast. If you want to learn to trust yourself around foods, you can stop overeating and feel more comfortable in your body. I want to invite you to join my coaching program. Come visit me at foodpeacenutrition.com to learn more.